1: And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.
0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Hello, everybody. It's a Friday. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan. You just heard Mark with the news here until 3... Uh, unfortunately, no major today, as I said on the uh, Twitter machine, at Chad Hartman Show, dead to us. I mean, is it time to get Tapper? Is it time to get uh, Margaret Brennan? Is it time to get Jonathan Carl? I mean, we're paying him so much money to make these appearances, and he has the audacity, Dave Harrigan, to be traveling for his main job. Yeah, Who does fa- he think he is? Well, he
3: knows it's unacceptable, and he just goes and does it anyway. He's flaunting Sanctions. attitude towards this show, and I don't like it. Yeah. He gets paid zero dollars and zero
2: cents. He comes on every week, uh, probably twenty other times during the
3: and he has the audacity to fly
2: for a CBS well,
3: gig. It's like a you know a college internship. Sure you don't get paid. But the experience yeah. he gets on this broadcast every That's week it. is invaluable. The chops he gets mm-hmm. talking
2: to us right before, am I wrong?
3: Yeah, I mean, he thinks, Come on. Thinks. well, what's Chad saying today? Oh, I'll bring that to the news. Let me jot it down. Yeah. Let me jot it down. Let yeah. me, let me jot it down.
2: Uh, so no Dean, uh, excuse me, no major. We're about to get to Dean Phillips because that obviously has caused a lot of reaction. I know the Star Tribune will get to it once they have a chance to talk to him. You know, be nice. If I'm sure if the Tribune interviewed Dean Phillips and he said, i think I would I I want to meet with Nikki Haley about running on a unity ticket that uh, Tim Walls, Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith aren't showing the proper courage and Amy Klobuchar shouldn't run this year. Just a hunch. The Tribune, if if that was from Ryan and their crew, they would have that. But we'll wait and see on that one. It's uh, not a surprise. Uh Johnny K, Johnny Krasinski with us at 105 Wolves back in action tonight. What's that? A, a 2 a.m. start. Is that what time that baby's starting? Give or take, I think 2.07. 2.07. That's a 9 p.m. start for the Wolves and Giannis and the Bucks. (laughs) Shaletta Feisty Friday is at uh, 2.05. And am I wrong? The Am I Wrong Committee at uh, 2.35. Dean Phillips joined us yesterday for about 16, 17 minutes. That interview uh, in political circles has caused a lot of reaction. Uh, it's all over Twitter on the political side. Uh, people loving it, people hating it, people loving certain parts of it, people hating certain parts of it, people hating all of it. It's uh, caused a reaction. And uh text with Dean last night, he goes, uh, a lot. <laughs> I think the quote was something like, there's been a lot of reaction to what I had to say to you. Um, let's start with a couple sound bites. And I'll get to this point, too, because I'm going to get to it right now. And then we'll play the sound bites to back it up. You can't pick and choose on issues, okay? You can't pick and choose on issues. Uh, Dave, which soundbite would you like to play first? Maybe the, uh, uh, well, you pick. You tell me.
3: Well, we can uh, start with one you've already hinted at, talking about the governor and our two yep. senators, Tina Smith and Amy Klobuchar. And, well, I courage that Dean is not seeing.
4: Governor Walls, uh, Senator Smith, Senator Klobuchar, uh,
2: I'm, I'm astounded uh, by the unwillingness to speak the truth, uh, I'm astounded by the lack of courage, I'm astounded by this notion of self-preservation over principle, uh, and I'm disappointed uh, in the language that's used. and frankly I won't say anything negative about any of them, because uh, I think that's the problem in politics right now, uh, but I'm, am I disappointed uh, in the lack of courage? Yes,
4: absolutely.
2: I don't think you can say. By the way, I won't say anything negative about them. But then you've said before you're astounded by their lack of courage. Ah, <laughs> eh, they're cowards. I mean, I mean, no. And again, this is the representative from the third district who is running to try to unseat Joe Biden. And as far as visibility of Democrats in this state, those are the four right there. Dean Phillips, Tim Walls, Amy Klobuchar, and Tina Smith, and Dean Phillips is saying about those three, I'm astounded by their lack of courage. By the way, all three of them, I guarantee you, have said a lot of the comments about their concerns for Joe Biden and his aging. I guarantee everything valuable to me ever, forget the money, anything in my life, that they all have expressed concerns, but they won't say it publicly. And there's a bot. 85 to 90 percent of all Democrats across the country who are wary of what's happening to the president, someone they philosophically believe in, someone they may know, someone they may like, someone they may applaud for what he's done with his administration. But they see the polling, they see him struggling and they're worried, but they won't say it publicly and you know what that is? That's political cowardice. That's what it is. Now, Dean Phillips on term limits and talking directly about by far the most popular politician in the state of Minnesota, Amy Klobuchar. And I think the fact that uh, Senator Klobuchar is running for another reelection. Uh, is is absurd i think that joe biden's been in washington for 50 years absurd i think the fact that nancy pelosi is running again absurd okay so let's talk about this one because this is part of what i put out on twitter you can't pick and choose when you're for term limits okay the two people i'm closest to at this station are adam carter and jason derush and i both i heard both mocking this from phillips but both have called for term limits for as long as I've as I've known them. Jason, well before he was hosting the show and Adam, a part of this show for 13 years. So which is it? And you can't pick and choose on term limits. I mean, let me add this. I think Amy Klobuchar is a very good senator. I think she's a very effective senator. I think. She does a very good job becoming kind of a de facto attorney general on a lot of consumer issues. She gets criticized for playing small ball, but it resonates with voters, and she's involved in a lot of high-end committees that matter. Okay, Is she flawless? Obviously not. Uh, There's been a lot of reporting on staff members in Amy Klobuchar. Do I think she picks and (laughs) chooses which interview she comes on? Yeah, I do. But putting that aside, Amy Klobuchar, to me, has been a very good senator. But here's the deal. If you believe in term limits, you can't say, okay, here's this person with term limits. I agree with him or I agree with her so they get to keep going. Whereas, you know what, I don't agree with that person so... You know what? We need term limits. So I've been thinking about this, Dave. I'm trying to think of the ideal amount of time that someone should have an office in Washington, D.C. And I think I have the number. I think it's 16 years. Because I don't don't think we should have three-term senators anymore. I really don't. And you know what? You're going to lose quality senators like Amy Klobuchar. That is the trade-off. It's sad because I, I pushed back at term limits for decades. But now, I, now I'm, I'm, I'm crying uncle. Because my fear has always been you're going to lose quality people like Amy Klobuchar, quality Re- Republicans too. Mitt Romney. You know, Mitt Romney, maybe it's a bit more of an age situation. Mitt Romney to me is a very effective Republican senator. But we got so many others because the way the system is set up, Where they get to stay, they get to stay, stay. So here's what I'm saying. 16 years. So you could have two terms in Congress and you can have two terms as a senator. That's 12 years as a senator, boys and girls. That's a long time. And yes, you're going to lose a percentage of quality senators. And I think Amy Klobuchar is one of them. But I want more turnover. I want more people in and out. I think that will improve the process. And I think the reality is we'll get rid of more of the folks who shouldn't be there. Then we'll lose out on the folks who we want to keep there. And by the way, it's better for our country. These shouldn't be full-time jobs for 20, 30 years. They just shouldn't. The Supreme Court should be 20 years and you're done. We should have term limits All across the place in politics, it will start to diminish the money. So to pause right here, I want you to respond to a couple points. On term limits, are people picking and choosing, including my friends? Carter and DeRusha are just laughing at Phillips, but they're both adamantly for term limits. It's okay if it's somebody they like. That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about Dean Phillips and the three top politicians in the state not showing the courage because he believes 100%? and probably knows this from personal conversations that they have grave concerns for Joe Biden losing to Donald Trump, not because of the issues, but because of his intellectual deterioration right in front of our eyes. What do you want to say plus we'll talk about Nikki Haley and what Dean had to say about the possibility of working him and also a magician, a man who apparently is setting records on escaping straitjackets and fork-bending. Did you know we had these records, Dave, fork-bending records? And escaping straight jacket records. Did did you know we had records for that?
3: Well I know Houdini, he was a big big on the straight jacket, you know, evasion. I've tried, I've dabbled with fork bending. It's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs>
2: Words I did not expect to hear on CCR Radio. I've dabbled in fork bending. We'll get to the magician. And how he is tied to the Phillips campaign. There's a lot to discuss. I'd love multiple phone calls. Agree with what I've said. Disagree with what I've said. Provide a different viewpoint, a different nuance to it, a different uh, side issue. Through a phone call or a text 651-461-9226 here on CCO.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Let me, uh, let me give credit now. The Tribune has picked up on the story. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, when the uh, Trib has stories, we cite it all the time. The TRIP by far, the most influential news outlet in the state. and Nothing is close. So uh, they have picked up on many of the comments that uh, Dean Phillips had to say yesterday. Dave, what do you want to say on the uh, term limit conversation? Because I think you have to be consistent. You can't just say, you know, let's say let's okay, let's say you're a big Tom Emmer supporter, like Tom Emmer's your guy, right? Yeah, Tom Emmer's massively popular in his district, and you normally are for, the, let's say, the 16 years I've picked on here. You. But you, you then say, you know, but I love Tom. Uh, Tom should have an exception. I, I'm i certain to like my 16 years. That means two, 12 years in the Senate, two years in Congress, if you want that, and then you and the rest of us move on with the rest of our lives, and you do lose out on a quality senator. And I absolutely think Amy Klobuchar is a quality senator. But you can't. Tout term limits as my boys Adam and Jason do, and then when Dean brings it up, they're laughing at him. Come on. Be consistent.
3: Yeah, and give Dean credit. I think he's being very consistent here. Uh, he's he's never said that I've heard a, a bad word about Joe Biden as far as being a politician and a good guy. He's never said a bad word about Amy Klobuchar and her work as a senator, he's just saying, look, it's time for new blood. We want younger folks. We want new ideas. We don't want the same old, same old, whether it's my party or the other party. I I can't fault him for that. He seems to be, <laughs> you know, he's, he's taken very seriously his own term limits because he knows he's out after this. Yeah, he
2: does. Right. And. I'm glad he ran. I do not want Donald John Trump anywhere near the White House again. I will will never give one second of consideration of voting for Donald Trump. But then you're asking me to vote for someone who clearly... The evidence is overwhelming intellectually is not the same person he was. And then what I cite all the time, I'll cite it again because it's been maybe a month or two. When Barack Obama put his finger on the scale about who was going to run and who he he was going to support to replace him and be the Democrats uh, nominee. In 2016, he flat out said Hillary's my pick. Told Joe Biden, not your time. It's Hillary's time. And Biden wrote a book about it. Biden was very angry, was very frustrated. Their their relationship probably is not the same since then. So I'm sure Barack Obama believed it, but also as a payback, one of his last days in office. He awarded Joe Biden the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Go watch go watch that Joe Biden and that speech that day. And then watch Joe Biden now. This is going to be all of us at some point. I, I take no joy in pointing this out. But it's out there, and a, <laughs> I'll say it again. I've had these conversations with top Democrats in this state who will tell me this on background, but nope, not on the record. And is there any doubt other Democrats are saying, and by the way, Republicans of course say this about Trump, Dave. Of course they do. That we don't want him. We we would be so much better off without him. But he goes on the vengeful tour. Now it doesn't always work because a lot of times his candidates don't uh don't win. So kind of my point is when the Democrats rightfully have called out Republicans Who are blasting Donald Trump behind the scenes, but then when it's public, you're fraud. You're just frauds when you're doing the same on a different issue regarding Joe Biden's mental health. Okay. Um, Well, here's a text, Chad. Maybe I'm listening the wrong times, but I was here. You're talking about Biden's mental deterioration. I'm not arguing, but. What about the rapist mental deterioration? He started out with the vocabulary of sixth grade. He's down to second grade now. Uh, maybe I'm missing your comments, but I haven't heard hardly any. You are most often balanced, but I am balance on this. I think I just try, try to provide balance. He is again let's give, let's give a definitive speech around the same ballpark. Watch Donald Trump, the famous or infamous, wherever you stand on Donald Trump. The uh, escalator speech. And some of his comments are completely shameless, in my opinion. But by the way, his views on immigration, a lot of people would say to me, you're totally wrong. That I agree, that's why he won, along with the, the tour de force personality. But just his cognition then to the mistakes he's making. So again, please, please give us other candidates. I would immensely prefer a Dean Phillips versus Nikki Haley race. Uh, uh, The person I want the most is the governor of Pennsylvania, Josh Shapiro. I think he's going to be the president of the United States sometime in the next 10 years. He was in uh, their legislature. He was attorney general. He's early as a governor. He might face the inexperience um, accusation for legitimate reasons. I just think he's got it. And by the way, he works with the Republicans. He gets things done. But Klobuchar would be qualified. There are other Republicans who would be qualified. Just not these two. We're going to stay with it at least one more segment because the uh, texts are flying in. So. Term limits, calling out Walls, Klobuchar, and Smith. Lack of courage. We got to get to his comments on Nikki Haley. We got to get to the magician and the pretty strong criticism of the Phillips campaign today. Lot going on. We'll get away with politics. Get away from politics. Politics. The rest of the show, but this has generated a lot of reaction. It is thirty-two past twelve on a more chilly. Friday afternoon. You know what it's like today? It's like February in Minnesota. We're back in moments.
4: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra
4: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
2: All right, we'll get to the music theme before the hour is done. Let's read your text. I would love to see Jamie Raskin on the ballot as a Democrat and John Kasich as a Republican. It would be hard to choose. As I've said many times before, I voted for John Kasich in 16. While most don't want Trump versus Biden, any objective person would admit that uh, Biden would be a better president. Of the two, because of who they would surround themselves with, I would take Biden a million times out of a million. But there are obviously tens of millions who don't agree. And I, I don't think everyone is a bad person. I just significantly disagree with them. Trump's vice presidential pick will be important this time. Biden should get brave and dump Harris. Do you think anybody really votes? I mean, what? It's not any. So it's it's a small amount. It used to matter if you could get a vice president, Dave, who could win you a state or help you in a state. But if it's Donald Trump and Elise Stefanik and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, is
3: that going to have any effect at all? Yes. A significant effect? Probably not. But yes, given the age, I could see some people saying, I'm going to vote for this candidate or that candidate because if they don't last another four years, I want that person to yeah. be president.
2: <clears throat> Maybe this is the rare case because of what you said, how old they are. It could play a part. Uh, more text at 651-461-9226. Talking about term limits for this long is a waste of time. It will never happen. So we should just give, right? We should just accept the mess that politics have become and eliminate one possibility. The problem is the texter's core point is right, because guess who will decide if term limits occur? The politicians themselves. It's ridiculous. Texter, no to term limits. When they're good like Ramstead, keep them. I love Jim Ramstead. I voted for Jim Ramstead every single chance I had, every single time. Great human, great story, thought he was a great politician. Sign me up for Jim Ramstead politics right now. Unfortunately, I'm worried we have too few Jim Ramsteads. And we can we, if there's term limits, we can try to find more uh, Jim Ramsteads. More text. you probably would have been in favor of Joyce Lamont to retire early. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's keep going here. Let's get a few. Um, I agree with Term Limits all Office. I heard Adam laugh about Amy stepping down. I can only assume he didn't know Dean was talking about term limits. Oh, he knew. He heard it. Uh, but sh- Paul Walston was a of term limits, two terms through U.S. Senate. And after his second term, he first decided to uh, seek a third term, uh, which led to his and other tragic deaths. I support term limits. Well, I don't want to put the deaths of himself and others on Senator Wellstone, but I will say this. I interviewed him many, many times. It wasn't our last interview, but it was one of our last three or four, and it was the only one where it was very testy. Because, Dave, I just tried to get him to admit because remember wellstone said there's so much more to accomplish and I, I i said at some point paul won't you just admit you like the job and that's also part of what he's saying and he did not agree
1: and it was the truth
2: because they all could say uh, there's more to do there's always more to do but they enjoy the job Chad, politics or politics i'm a fan of phillips after spending millions personally Hearing behind the scenes and watching your party, stabbing the back, cowards. Snap, yes, I'm right at center, but he's right, and I would vote for him. All right, the Haley comments. As I said yesterday, if you lined up 10 important issues and you looked at Dean Phillips' comments, what he has said before, how he's voted before, and Nikki Haley, what she has said before, and how— She voted and dictated policy as a governor uh, in New Hampshire. Dave, they might agree, one out of ten. So to me, this is all about part of what he said. Cooperation. Collaboration. We could hit the buzzer on that word. uh, Decency and common sense. He, and and I believe him 100%, truly wants more of this country governed in the middle. My pushback is Nikki Haley's not center-right. She's a true conservative, and she gets to be. And then you get to decide if you want to vote for her. And there are plenty of quality, well, there are tens of millions of quality, decent conservatives. I think, to me, that's his his desire of the center and, and Dave also his anger Towards um, To all the politicians, including in this state and elsewhere, who say the same things to him behind the scenes about Biden, but out of political cowardice, won't say it publicly. And that only feels like the game has been uh, rigged against him by the political apparatus. I think it's a little bit of that. What What, what do you think?
3: I think that's probably it. I think picking Nikki Haley's name yesterday is, well, in part because of the question you asked, but also because she's just the most prominent person on the right right now to mention a presidential ticket with. And I mean, it's it's absurd to think that she would say yes, because I'm sure she's thinking, great, four years, mention a presidential ticket with. And I mean, it's it's absurd to think that she would say yes, because I'm sure she's thinking, great, four years, I get to run for president again against, well, probably... Don Jr. with the Republican ticket, but yeah, I mean, of course she would never say yes to running with a Democrat right now, moderate or far left wouldn't matter.
2: And again, remember this was as an independent. Yeah. So if, if they didn't run either as a Democrat or Republican, cause we have had these tickets floated for months. Larry Hogan's name has come up. Joe Manchin's name has come up. Mitt Romney's name has come up. And the idea, you'd have either way, a Democrat or Republican at the top of the ticket, um, and then the opposite party below. So among the stories tied to the Phillips campaign today, and you honestly cannot make up the story, is a New Orleans-based magician... Any I mean, six five one four six one nine two two six. If you think of any city in America, which is the city you think of for magicians? I'm going first, Dave. I think I'm going to win the game. I think it's Las Vegas.
3: That was right with you, David Copperfield, right? Yeah. New Orleans base
2: magician. I mean, I can't even. It's so good. <laughs> said a consultant to the Phillips campaign paid him $150 to create fake robocalls to the president that discouraged voter turnout in the New Hampshire primary. That part's not funny at all. Okay, let me be very clear about it. I'm just laughing about that a New Orleans-based magician is some on this. Uh, Creating fake robocalls of any politician and discouraging voter turnout is awful, and it's disgusting, and it's indefensible. And uh, there needs to be a criminal investigation. Paul Carpenter, he's a traveling ma- magician. So he's not just New Orleans. Okay. Works in tech and artificial intelligence. Claims he was hired by an operative, Steve Kramer, who was employed by Dean Phillips, the Phillips campaign, to produce this recording. And when this happened, Dave, we talked about it. And... and called it out. Now, the the guy Kramer who hired him has worked for a lot of campaigns, a lot of Democratic campaigns for a long time. The Phillips campaign has strenuously pushed back, saying this. Steve Kramer was hired as a consultant to collect signatures to get Dean Phillips on the ballot in the states of New York and Pennsylvania, a choice we made reluctantly to overcome the absurd and artificial barriers to, uh, to, uh, to entry to uh, be put in place to get on ballots on those states. If it is true that Mr. Kramer had any involvement in the creation of the deep fake robocalls, he did so of his own volition, which had nothing to do with their own campaign. Okay, then I'm wary. That almost all of us are going to make our decisions based on our personal preferences, including politics. Do I believe that Dean Phillips would okay the magician to make fake robocalls to discourage voting for Joe Biden in New Hampshire? Do I think Dean was part of this? Absolutely not. Can I prove that? Absolutely not. I can. He's someone I know. I know fairly well. I think he's ethical. I think he's angry about the process. Do I think he would go to this level? No, I do not. I've been wrong before. I'm, I'm not saying I'm uh, 100% certain, but I. this would be completely out of character of the individual I know. Other people in the campaign, maybe. Obviously, this guy, uh, Kramer, played some part. And we can have the conversation, the buck stops at the top. This is the Phillips campaign, right? You, you, you take all the praise when people, you know, within your campaign come up with a great idea. So you got to take the heat. I think it does matter, though. I mean, I mean, think about how big the Trump campaign is or the Biden campaign is. So let's use Trump, a person that, I clearly don't want anywhere near the White House. And I and I think his ethics are, I don't think he has any. Literally, I don't think he has any. So would I be mo- much, much, much more dubious on the Trump campaign? 100%. That's my personal opinion. Could could I prove it? At least if it was the same situation as what we have, Phelps? Absolutely not. But it adds to it, and and what this did today, Dave, is it added to the Democrats who are true supporters of Joe Biden and want no part of Dean Phillips to feel like, here we go, here's who he really is. So it allowed those folks to gain a lot of traction off this story.
3: You're right. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't the the absurdity of it doesn't help because it's I and mean, as you said, you can, you can't make up a story no. <laughs> about a New Orleans based uh, roaming magician, nomad magician,
2: who also, as I told you off the off air, has set records for fork bending and straight jacket escapes.
3: I didn't know we had competitions. I mean once you get into the magic community, I think you learn these things. I don't think you're deep into it, certainly not as deep yes. as uh, some of us aspiring fork benders. Uh, yes. But I mean the, the I'd say more important more impressive than the fork bending is the straitjacket escape cuz yeah. I mean Houdini made one heck of a career out of that. If you're out did. out Houdiniing Houdini in the straight jacket game You've got to have some skills. I got to be honest. I think you're
2: dismissing the fork bending. I mean, I would like to see somebody in front of me right now start bending forks. Well,
3: I, I mean, like I said, I've dabbled. It's not easy. Okay, but yeah, I can get it done. But I've never escaped a straitjacket. What is your magician skill?
2: Six five one four six one nine two two six. We'll wrap up the hour in moments on CCL. The Lindis Construction Time Check is 1256. Time for you to have Andy Lindis and the crew come out for a free heat map analysis. Johnny K., Johnny Krasinski, and the Wolves early next hour. Among your texts, and very funny ones, my magic trick, I turned $100 into $20 at the gas pump. Come out where I'm at, uh and you'll turn $100 into Nothing. Sean better use his magician skills to free himself from being trapped in Shaletta's basement. (laughs) Uh, It's so good. Magicians must be outlawed. First offense gets a trip to Gitmo. Who's more underrated, magicians or circus clowns? Dave, more underrated. The, The typical magician
3: or the typical... Circus clown. Magician. Absolutely. I don't think it's a, a question. Circus circus clowns, no. Don't bring them near me. I'll go see a magician wow. any day.
2: Wow. Kind of like the fork bending. You're just dismissing their skills. The circus clowns, aren't they putting their lives at risk, though, versus magician is, you know, what's your card? Or, well, I... hey, look what's behind your ear. There's not a
3: lot of risk with that. I didn't know the circus clowns, you know, doing uh, poodles out of a balloon was risking your life. I mean, if you're talking rodeo dangerous. clowns, that's a different thing, but circus When they're clowns, shot out of the cannon? That's not the clown. The clowns don't get shot. That's the circus performers. That's a different breed. I don't know. I Circuses don't do much for me, do they, for you? No, but I'll go see a magic show, man. Penn and Teller, that'll change your life.
2: Well, you dabble in fork bendings. Of course you would. You're right. Uh, Give us a file on the Twitter machine at Dave underscore Harrigan at Chad Hartman show. CBS and Mark Fry coming up next.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.